Hello, this is the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online and I'm your host Chris Hewitt. Today's three is the top three questions asked in investment banking graduate interviews. Hi Ryan, how are you today? Um, I remember you telling me once your wife used to be a grad recruiter um, for Credit Suisse and so on. So does this mean you're going to have some very sophisticated answers? Uh, hi Chris, good to see you again. That's right Chris, my wife used to be a graduate recruiter for a couple of the tier one banks and asset managers around the globe. And so when you suggested this as our topic, I thought, oh, I know someone that might be able to help me on this. So I picked her brains a little bit. First of all, she was surprised that we're doing podcasts. So that was, a, that was an interesting conversation to have. Then she's given me three questions that she thinks gets asked at almost every intern and graduate interview in investment banking. Even though they might be asked in slightly different ways, these are the three questions that she thinks you have to nail in order to get that graduate role. Okay. Do you recall your own graduate interviews or intern interview? Do you remember what you were asked or was that, that too far back, Ryan? Oh, that's way, way too far back, Chris. I think in my day, uh, you had to kind of know someone and stuff. And if you knew the right people, then you didn't even have to get an interview. But no, I, I kind of got into asset management my career before I joined FMI and MDA training in a slightly kind of roundabout way. So I actually never had the experience of going through a graduate interview myself. What about you? Okay. What about you? Uh, it was it was a, an assessment process, so it would be it was a Deloitte as we recalled on a previous podcast. Um, there was an assessment centre, a number of interviews. I have no idea what they asked me, what I said, but somehow I got through the process. Um, more for them. Um, but we're those talking curly whites and stuff, bit of charm, exactly. no doubt. Exactly, but we're talking about interns and graduates and so on who are potentially joining banks and asset managers today. So let's kick off with your first question that you think or, or your wife may think <laughs> um, could be asked within uh, an investment banking graduate interview. What would be your first question? The first question is asked or it can be asked in slightly different ways, like I guess all of these questions can. And essentially, it's useful for our listeners to know interns and graduates looking for roles in investment banking and asset management that essentially there's three types of questions that you're going to get asked in an interview. Uh, the first question is, and it's my number one on the list, tell me about yourself or tell me about yourself type questions. And there are a few reasons for this question. A big mistake that some people make is that they reply with, well, what do you want to know? And that isn't really the answer the interviewer is looking for. The interviewer doesn't want to hear too much about your personal life, but a little bit's always nice. But specifically, they want to hear about how well they think you fit into their bank and into the position that you're applying for. So what's really key is your confidence. And it's also time for you to show that you've done a little bit of research about the bank or the asset manager that you're going into. You know that they're going to ask you this question, have a story already, and make sure that you can speak confidently for between one and two minutes. And remember, this question can be asked in slightly different ways. So, for example, they might say, what brought you here today? And essentially, they're asking you the same thing. So do you think then that this is kind of the most essential bit of the interview or, or not? What do you think? Every part of the interview is, is important because they are asking you for information on different aspects of your role. So as I mentioned, there are different types of questions. There's tell me about yourself questions. So that was number one on the list. Mm -hmm. The second type of question 
is fit type questions. So they're asking you these questions to see whether you're a good fit for the bank or not. And that actually relates to question number two on my list. Question number two on my list is a fit type question. The question is, tell me about a time you failed at a goal you needed to achieve. Mm. This question is a lot better than the alternative that sometimes gets asked by some graduate recruiters or interviewers. What's your greatest strength and weakness? So by asking this, interviewers really want to understand how you analyze your failures. It demonstrates how you learn from adversity. And it really tells the interviewer a little bit about your resilience. And all of these things add up to demonstrate whether you're a good fit for the bank and the role that you're applying for. And the interesting thing here, it's not even about what you failed at or even why you failed. It's mostly about what you've learned from this failure. And if you're really, really good, what you can add to this, and this is really good if you can add this without being prompted to, it's how you've implemented this lesson in the future. So this is a fit type question. Yeah, I guess, and you alluded to it, I guess the problem, I I can imagine speaking to some interns or graduates that I've trained, is not wanting to highlight flaws or failures that they've got. I guess that's the balancing act, isn't it? It is, but going into an interview, an intern graduate interview, you know that you're going to be asked these sorts of questions. So preparation is the key. Everybody has failed at something, but it's not what you failed at or why you failed at that's really important here. It's what you've learned from those failures that are really critical here. Come up with a story again, talk confidently for a minute or two about something that you failed at. And as I said, for extra points to really nail that role without being prompted, comment on how you've implemented lessons learned from that failure. Really good one, Ryan, actually. Um, So we've, we've had two. What would be your third question you think could be asked at an investment banking interview? The third question is another fit type question. So remember, there's tell me about yourself questions. There's fit questions. Are you a good fit for the bank or asset manager? The third type of question that you're going to be asked are technical questions, and that's obviously going to be role specific. So we've avoided those questions in this podcast. But number three, or my third top question, or my wife's third top question, to be honest, (laughs) tell me about a time you've succeeded at a difficult task. So the insight this question provides is how you handle challenges and pressure. The bank or asset manager wants to see what you consider to be a difficult task and the specific components of this task. And it really helps the interviewer judge if you have challenges in handling people, if you have challenges in meeting tough deadlines, limited resources or big projects. And it gives an insight into your weaknesses and how you go about solving challenging situations. You know, lots of really rich information here. And if you answer that correctly, and if you have a good story and if you're prepared, you're going to put yourself in a really, really positive light. Okay, Ryan, you know me. You know I like putting you on the spot. Well, here so we let's go. Imagine, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let's imagine this is a, a graduate interview. How would you answer that question then? I'm, I'm your interviewer. You're the interviewee. How would you answer that question yourself? Chris, that's actually a really good question. So let me just think for a moment. If I go, if I go back to my experience when I was doing my Master's in Finance many, many years ago, For my dissertation, I was in a situation where I had to analyze lots and lots of stock market data. Uh, My dissertation topic was momentum trading strategies in a particular stock market. To be able to analyze this data, I actually had to automate the process of creating portfolios, analyzing the results. And so that required me to actually have to need VBA programming. And I didn't know VBA and I had a tight deadline. If I did it manually, it was really going to set me back and it was really going to create a lot of pressure. So 
what I had to do is I had to learn how to do VBA programming. You can teach yourself because of the nature of VBA programming. And so I took it upon myself to spend evenings in the computer labs and I was learning it. But I also thought that I needed someone to help me. I had to network in my class to find somebody that was willing to help me, someone that was already an expert in VBA programming. I then had to convince that person. And I remember who it was. It was this really talented academic guy called, his first name was Aaron. I don't know why I remember that. And I had to convince him to spend his valuable time in the computer lab to teach me what he knew about VBA. I had to communicate to him what I was trying to achieve. So I had to be able to articulate very clearly what I wanted from the data analysis. I had to work with someone that I hadn't really worked before and someone that actually had a very different personality to me. So that was a really big learning experience for me. And I had to manage that relationship over a period of three or four weeks. And so out of that, I actually was able to automate the process of analyzing this data. I was able to get the outputs that I needed to carry on with my dissertation. It must have turned out all right because I actually got quite a good grade for it. So it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's kind of a combination of both a technical challenge and and also a networking challenge. Would you agree? Yeah. And I think that's why something like this is such a good example. If you can come prepared with a story that demonstrates your ability to be a team player, to work with other people, perhaps network, to solve a technical challenge, to work under pressure, all of these things, I think in that story, which you put me on the spot, but I'm glad that I remember that story because I think it actually, in retrospect, is a good example. It brings a lot of things together that actually an interviewer is looking to see in candidates. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, Ryan, is it Aaron, the friend that you mentioned? Hopefully, Aaron is on LinkedIn. Maybe we can tag him in our LinkedIn story. I'll have to look. I actually think I know where he's ended up working after all these years as well. So, okay. yeah, I, I might try to see if I can find him and tag him. Like you say, we that'd be quite Tag hilarious. him in and he can, he can hear about his uh, impact upon your graduate career. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, as always, Ryan, thank you for your three answers. How do you think your wife's going to feel about from her professional standpoint about your answers i hope she's going to be happy uh, i hope she doesn't mind me taking a lot of the a lot of the kudos for it and stuff but those are her three and i think they're really really insightful questions and if you come prepared to answer those three that's not the end of your challenge going into interviews but it's certainly a, a really good start we both do lots of work with interns and graduates do you have a really good question to add what would you say to an internal graduate if there was one question that they have to be prepared for, have you got one up your sleeve to tell them? I'm going to answer your question slightly differently. What, what I would say is that at any interview, um, have a listen to what the interviewer is saying. Maybe something about themselves, maybe something about their role, and, and ask them a question about that. So, for example, if they were to tell me where they previously worked, maybe something about their role, you will be asked uh, at the end to ask them a question. You ask them a question about something they mentioned, it shows you listened and it also shows them you're thinking a bit about them. So that would be my main tip. But I think your three were really good. And actually on that note, what I really, really would love to hear from anyone who listens to the podcast. Are there any that you would personally add? Yeah. Or well, interns and graduates that have recently been through the interview process, what were some of the questions that you got? Exactly. Well, Ryan, as always, thank you ever so much for joining us on this week's podcast. Chris, it's a pleasure as always. And as always, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Um, you are very welcome to give us any feedback that you can. You can drop Ryan or myself an email. You can continue to support us by rating, reviewing and subscribing to our 3 to Thursday podcast on Spotify and Apple. 
Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.